0: Angus had kissed her. Even when she tried to say no, he hadn't listened. Impatient, impetuous, and irresistible, Angus had simply swept her away. Exactly what she'd wanted him to do. Just the memory had her heart beating fast again. That had only been the beginning of their story. Eleanor swept her gaze from the stone arch over the lush gardens to the castle, and then back again. Angus had delivered on all of his promises. Her husband and lover of 50 years believed in building things that lasted. A marriage, a home, a family. Because of Angus's story spinning talent, the legendary power of the replicated stone arch had taken root and spread. Their own three sons had married beneath the stones. Angus invited anyone to tap into the power of the legend and many Glenlock locals had taken advantage of his generosity. Leaning back against a pillar, Eleanor closed her eyes and let the scent of the flowers and hum of the insects help her find the inner peace the garden always brought her. She'd never once regretted her decision to leave everything behind in Scotland and come here to New York with Angus. In fact, it was the best decision she'd ever made. She had only one regret. On the night she'd run away with Angus, she'd taken the Stuart Sapphires with her. With her eyes still closed, she slipped a hand into her pocket and closed her fingers around the soft leather pouch that held the sapphire necklace that Mary Stuart wore at her coronation. Everything had happened so fast that long ago night. Once Angus had kissed her, she'd forgotten all about the sapphires. Only when it was too late had her conscience begun to trouble her. Any attempt to contact her family or return the jewels would have increased the chances that she and Angus would be found. Her sons and her daughters-in-law believed the jewels had been her dowry, no doubt because she'd worn them in the formal portrait that hung in the main parlor of the castle. But they hadn't been her dowry. A man who'd loved her had given her the jewels, and she'd betrayed both his love and his trust. That made her worse than a thief. Angus had always known about her troubled conscience, and he'd promised on his deathbed that he would help her right the old wrong. That was why he was visiting her now. The initial visions he'd sent to her had been so clear. In one, she'd seen a young woman with reddish gold curls, discovering a single earring in the stone arch. Eleanor had taken it as a sign to hide the first earring there. In the dreams that had followed, she'd seen a woman with long dark hair, finding an earring in the old caves in the cliff face. So that's where Eleanor had hidden the second one. But in her latest dreams, all she could see for sure were the blue stones of the necklace glowing so brightly that the features and surroundings of the young woman holding them were blurred. All Eleanor knew was that she had long blonde hair, and she looked vaguely familiar. A gull cried out over the lake, and squirrels chattered in nearby trees. Ignoring both, Eleanor kept her eyes closed and focused on bringing the girl's image into her mind again. This time it wasn't so blurry. She suddenly realized why the young woman had looked so familiar. She looked similar to how Eleanor herself had looked when she'd had that portrait painted. As recognition slipped into her mind, she heard Angus's voice. Her name is Nell, and like her sisters, she believes in the legendary power of the stones enough to put all her dreams and goals in them. She's a storyteller, like you. You'll know where to bury the necklace, Ellie, and you'll know how to make sure that she finds it. If you trust me, Ellie, the Stuart Sapphires will at last find their way home. He'd never left it up to her before, but he was trusting her, similar to how he'd asked her to trust him all those years ago when they'd run away together. Suddenly, Eleanor knew exactly what to do so that the girl she was picturing would find the necklace and make everything right. Eleanor fetched her sketchbook from the easel and began to draw. Chapter One Washington, D.C. Present Day. I loved your book.